Well, well, well. Fox Force 5 is here. Hello, Nicola. Hello, Kelly and everybody. How are you? Uh, good. Bailing, but that's going to be nothing, <laughs> nothing compared to you. Nothing compared to you in your pregnant state. Yeah. That's it. Yes, yeah. No. Uh, still pregnant, yeah. In case anybody pregnant. <laughs> missed us still last pregnant. week and was like, oh, what happened? Uh, just, I think uh, the world got to me last week, so oh. we just um, cancelled the podcast for a week. But uh, yes, still here, still pregnant. <laughs> to be fair, my life was absolutely mental last week, so I was kind of trying to squeeze the podcast into a very small window on Friday. And to be fair, you weren't feeling well for that small window. So yeah. it's not exactly your fault. You're you're up against it now at this stage. But um, look, you're nearly there, Nicola. You're nearly there. We know that now, you know. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I'll be there soon. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know the feeling. I remember. I remember. You have my sympathies. And I'm sure you have the sympathies of many people listening. Uh, so, listeners, this will be, in fact, the last fact. the last Fox Force 5 podcast for a little while when Nicola goes and like cuddles a baby and cleans dirty nappies and all that stuff yes Uh, and gives birth most importantly Mm. Um, so yep so enjoy what a last now lads because it's the last (laughs) one for a while Um, but yes yes how are are things otherwise you're waiting on a Tesco shop which is never fun either there Nicola oh yeah the excitement of my life Um, sure it's absolutely glorious here we're in the midst of like a heat wave that's been going on a week now and um, it is mad. Is it as nice over there? In yeah, today now is roasting. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. nice all weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's lovely. It's hot. Yeah, it's fab. I'd yeah. say it's a bit hotter there, but um, quite happy with. Yeah, it's how like it is twenty-two there, or something today, and um, mm. yesterday was a bit cloudy, but it's been roasting, and it's going like the foreseeable forecast is just heat, twenty-something degrees for the next like yeah. week. So wait for it now. I'll, it'll be our summer holidays in a few weeks, and we're actually supposed to go somewhere, and it'll be pissing it down. But <laughs> for the moment, <laughs> it's uh, it's glorious. So I have a serious maternity tan <laughs> from sitting in nice. the back. Garden. I thought you were going to say and, uh, I've got a serious fan lined up for the next few. I weeks have a serious fan lined up also, but um, mm. actually, it's very good. It's called a Honeywell Tower Fan. I got an Amazon. Oh, yeah. It was like eighty quid, but um, like I wasn't going investing. I know some people invested in these Dyson ones over the years, but like they're meant. But they're money. like five or six hundred quid. They're insane. They just money. can't afford that. So I'm very happy with it, though. And it, like mm. it's very good on energy, and you've a little remote control if you want to use it too during the night. So there you go. Oh. Now. Oh, yeah. I love the idea of a remote control. That's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, there you go. But it's, yeah, it's definitely working wonders. So I think I've slept really good the last kind of 10 days because of it. So yeah, there mm. you go now. That's my fan recommendation after talking about it two weeks ago. But yes, mm. so all is well otherwise besides the constant discomfort and the is this labour, is this not labour? That's um, <laughs> how things are at the moment. Oh, yes. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people yeah. being like... Um, the baby will come when she's ready. If I hear that one more time, then I <laughs> honestly, um, I've, I've never, I haven't felt like more like drinking the whole pregnancy uh, <laughs> in the last like week. Totally oh, honest no. with you. <laughs> but, you poor thing. Oh god. To that stage, but oh fuck! I remember <sighs> no fun, and I it was very hot my last few weeks as well before I had a stale, and my feet were like watermelons, and oh Jesus, the whole thing's a fucking nightmare. But <laughs> listen, yeah, once you're in the throes the labour you'll forget all about that oh <laughs> yeah we'll get you there know? we'll get there but It'll she'll be, be here fun. anyway in the next two weeks whatever happens so 
Yes, all good and ready. I will notify listeners. I'll put up a little sound file for everyone so (laughs) they know that the battle's come. Um, Harry, tell us us about your two concerts. Are you saving that until another point? (laughs) Tell us about your two epic concerts in the last two weeks. Two epic concerts, yes. We had a week before last, which was supposed to be dry, rained through the whole thing. I was kind of embarrassed for Scotland in front oh, of Beyonce. Uh, but uh, she was, oh my God, everything you would expect. Like, what a woman, what a machine, what a... She's like, um, you know, she reminds me of like, you know, like those women in films, the robot women, you know, that are like perfectly <laughs> shaped and like, you know, they're, they're, they're like perfect Andromedan, in every way. Andromedan or like yeah. one of those. <laughs> yeah, like she's yeah. just out of the this word and like even you know her hair was like a perfect you know curly blow dry at the start of the night and even at the end of the night after like three hours of performing it was like perfect little mermaid hair you know like wavy kind of yeah she's just she's just fucking perfect mind you she probably has 20 (laughs) stylists in the back or whatever but still so she had a massive stage that had a kind of a weird recess in it in the middle where her band kind of were and then sort of throughout the night she had a big long catwalk that went out in front of the stage then and basically throughout the night different sort of special effects things happened so mm-hmm. she, one time she came out in a swing that went like right across the crowd another time she came out on a giant horse like the cover of her latest album mm-hmm. um just the money that's got into the production of that show is unbelievable mm-hmm. um and you know like never it never stopped 37 songs unbelievable mm-hmm. and you're like that i need to go to toilet but I didn't want to go. Um, and the vibes were great. And it was a great crack. Even though, as I say, it kind of not rained, but like drizzly rained the yeah, whole time. Shitty, yeah. yeah. So um, but we had a great all time. The vibes were great. And we had a bit of a sing song in the crowd on the way home and all that jazz. That was cool. And then I had Harry Styles on Friday, which was, oh my God, that man. <laughs> <sighs> I won't say too much in case I'm going to and everybody around me was saying the same thing, including my male friend who was there. <laughs> oh, hilarious. So, yeah, we've honestly, it was just Harry. Well, he's Harry, definitely Harry. tapped into it, hasn't he, Harry? He's definitely tapped into that yeah. whole, like, sexuality yeah. of men and women. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, like, talk about, like, you know... um, I was saying to Ema, my pal, my best friend, she was over for the weekend. I was saying to her afterwards, we should start a Harry meme. A Harry <laughs> meme. <laughs> but anyway, um, the thing about him is, you know, he's still that guy that was in One Direction or whatever, that cute mm. kid that came out on the stage was really talented. But he, you can see him and this sort of metamorphosis into rock and roll star. You know, yeah. he's still in the middle of it. Like, you know, so he's got all the screaming girls. I would say there was kind of three different groups of people there. There was a sort of mommies and older women like me. And yeah. some older men to be, to be fair as well. I'm talking about anyone over 35, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. Then there was, we'll say One Direction fans who are probably 25 to 35 or 20 to 35, yes. that kind of age group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the Harry Styles fans who are like the younger, the kids, under 10s yeah, no, or yeah. under 15s or whatever, right? And uh, and everybody was getting something different from it. You know what I mean? Yes, but yeah. um, you can see, and he did, I think, one, maybe two One Direction songs, you know? So he's like leaving that mm. bit behind. And his band is so cool. It's all women. His drummer is unbelievable. She's unreal. And, you know, like they're they're not, they don't fit the norm of like, 
a white male rocker. bend. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So there are all sorts of different shapes and sizes and colours and everything, which is amazing. And he didn't really have any dancers with him. Like it was so much of a different show in a way mm. to Beyonce. Beyonce was so heavily produced with so mm. many bells and whistles and all that. And by the way, her dancers were unbelievable. They were mm. so good. And again, a massive mix of shapes and sizes and ethnicities and all sorts of things like they were Good. super cool but um they did a kind of a bit uh, if you can get find a clip on youtube of they had like a dance off at one stage and it was a really genuinely a dance off between dancers it was fucking yeah. unreal yeah. but anyway, and a slippery wet a stage but um anyway so he was much more like a rock outfit you know what i mean mm-hmm. than a pop outfit yeah. but um really loved it and his support was wet leg who are super cool female fronted band as well. And I just was thinking like, you know, when I was like a kid or the first few concerts I went to, there wasn't a sign of a woman, mm. you know, and to be able to, for those young girls to be out there and seeing this cool female rock band up on stage, you know, I hope a lot of them went home and went, I want to learn how to play the guitar or whatever, yes, you know. Yeah. Um. So, so it was cool. So all good buzz. And yes, sorry you weren't there, Nicola. I was very much thinking of you both nights. I promise, <laughs> I promise. But not so much yeah. that I could splash out on like the 50 pound t-shirt, you know, in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think from the sounds of it, I would have preferred Harry Styles, to be honest with you, just the way, like, just the way you were describing it to me when we spoke yesterday. I think yeah. I would have preferred the Harry Styles gig like like not that, that I wouldn't have wanted to see Beyonce but you know just Beyonce was kind of a lot in a way when I compare the two yeah. of them you know Beyonce is kind of intense and kind of like you don't want to take your eyes off the what yeah. I sim <laughs> I was going to say off the stage with Beyonce it's off of Harry with Harry you don't want to take your eyes off her but um, he's fab he's just a bit more like real she's a bit mm. unreal you know yeah, even yeah. though she's amazing and everything but like she never said anything about Edinburgh or Scotland oh, yeah, the only thing she like said that it. I'd say wasn't on her script was oh our first concert in the rain that was it you know whereas yes, Harry was yeah. talking about like stuff that had happened the last time he was in Edinburgh and all this jazz you know so I kind of saw him um, talking to people in the audience did he? he's like yeah. person's going out or something I saw a few clips oh he was chit-chatting yeah and he did a gender reveal as well it was hilarious <laughs> Um, and he was kind of hyping everybody up and yeah so it was cool like he's he's very like a normal guy the way yeah. he talks and stuff like that so yeah so there you go Um, so that was it I won't go on about it anymore in also here in a few weeks so, so there might yeah oh that'll be brilliant if you haven't got a ticket go people go but um the other thing i did last week was i was in london again it was a crazy week last week for the podcast show so i got um to see and hear from loads of podcasters and really cool creators and really cool um hosts and stuff so um I saw Nick Grimshaw, who does Dish. I saw, who's from BBC Radio 1. I saw Catherine Ryan. I okay. saw Gabby Logan. I saw Emily Baitless and John Sapel from the News Agents. I saw Tim Burgess from the Charlatans. Mm. Um, loads, I'm sure I'm forgetting people, but loads of uh, people who are fronting like the biggest podcasts in the UK. So that was really cool. And I learned uh, some stuff as well. I think the only thing, criticism I have of it is it's kind of a very broad conference so you've got like students there who want to be podcasters and then like people who own radio stations so there's kind of like who is this for like you know I feel like there could have been it it's probably a bit too broad you know um but I really loved I went to some like creative kind of sessions where they talk to you about actually making audio I really enjoyed Mm. those bits as well so um 
And I had, a, I had a spicy margarita on Spotify, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, Spotify invited us to some drinks. Yeah, so I had like maybe one, maybe three or four <laughs> nice. drinks on Spotify you, in the so sun funny. in London. And, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly on Wednesday. So I was delighted with that, but um, I kind of had to hightail it because. I was staying with our cousins and it's a good hour and a half from where I was. So it was a bit of a trek back that night. And actually Effie had been up sick the night before. So I'd got a full three and a half hours sleep. So that was fun. Rock and roll. Um, Rock and roll, exactly. Rock and roll as in like if I had had sleep, I may well have stayed and had another four margaritas. (laughs) So there you go. So that's what's been happening since we last uh, spoke to you guys, which is a lot to be fair. And we're like 13 minutes into the podcast. So I think we're going to be glancing over a lot of our uh, items today. But hey ho, it's like the last day of school, Nick. Like we can do whatever we want. That's it. And the heat is already getting to me and uh, sitting at this desk is already getting to me. Okay, I'm going to really abbreviate every item. So, okay. So, number one. One. So, the first thing was it was five years on from the referendum for abortion Mm. rights last week. And look, it's just not good enough the way things are at the moment. We need more movement from the government on various things. We talked about it a few weeks ago, but I just wanted to mention that the National Women's Council have launched an e-action campaign to enable the public to write to their local politicians urging for cross-party political commitment to reform. Um, you can go onto their website. You'll find it there. It's easy. National Women's Council. And it's to abolish things like the mandatory three-day waiting period, which is a load of shite. It's got no medical value and it delays are accessing mm. people who need healthcare quickly. Um, and also to look at abolishing the criminalisation of abortion care after 12 weeks, because that is another thing that is just not working, um, especially in cases of fatal fetal abnorm- um anomalies, etc. Okay, that was that. Oh. Do you have something? <laughs> do you have something for number two? Yes, I do. Yes, indeed. Oh. Um, no, you were just very quick. Uh, and yes, I would agree. It was funny because I was getting loads of memories out of the day of like the elation from that day five years yes, ago, you know, absolutely. and it kind of feels like things haven't really moved that much. So I would agree no. with you on that front. Number two. So I had the lovely company of our mother last week. She came and stayed with me mm-hmm. for a night. So besides watching the soaps, which were so fucking depressing, Jesus Christ, I hadn't watched them in a while, but there's people dying in every show or sick in every oh, show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh my God, EastEnders is very depressing at the moment. And I just hadn't watched them in so long. It was so funny. I was like, Jesus Christ, by the time we finished the soaps, mm-hmm. I was a bit the bloody cut my wrist. But anyway, <laughs> um, so we Don't watched watch the soaps, kids. Yeah. It. We actually watched it. I don't know if you've seen a trailer for it. It was out um, around the time of the Super Bowl, but uh, 80 for Brady. So it's, oh. uh, the cast is amazing. It's like Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field are all in it. So like, in oh. terms of like the older ladies, um, yeah, yeah, they're fabulous in it. And, uh, it's basically about this, these four women who get into, to NFL and love Tom Brady and they like, you know, want to go to the Super Bowl and blah, blah, blah. And that's basically the story. And, um, First, like, hour and 20 minutes, I'd say, is really good. It's good crack. It's funny. It's all about the women. And, you know, they're trying to, like, you know, explore themselves a bit and all this kind of thing. And <laughs> really funny. And you see them going to parties and taking, like, gummies that they don't know are gummies. And next to they're stoned off their head. And it's quite funny, all that. And it's done very well. And then the last 20 minutes is just, like, football. Just about Tom Brady, just about football. Because they get to the Super Bowl. So it's kind of shit. The last 20 minutes is just so... Tom Brady focused. It's weird. like a PR movie for Tom Brady all of a sudden. So, so strange. Yeah, really weird. But I did enjoy the movie though. Um, but just be prepared for the last 
part of it to be crap. But it is good if you want to laugh. And definitely mom enjoyed it as well because of obviously the, you know, her own age group in terms of the actresses and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we had a bit of a laugh at that. And then the other thing to talk about is obviously we have succession final this week. Oh, so. my God. My actual, my actual blood pressure is like <laughs> so yeah we won't have a spoil for anyone but I do think last week it ended well in terms of like what's going to happen everything's a bit up mm. in the air uh, mm. between two siblings I think more so than three anymore but uh, we oh, should know about that well yeah 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 um I think I'm going to give my prediction it's probably going to be totally wrong but anyway oh, no you're my... going to spoil it though if you give a prediction no I'm not, no, I'm not. Okay, maybe skip I... and watch <laughs> I predict that the likes of Frank, Carl, Jerry, you know, like the, yeah, the yeah. employees. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Something is going to come good for them. There's mm. Something's going to happen with the board or something and they're going to end out on top and they'll be able to like crush the kids. That's my thinking. Mm. Part of it anyway. And then, yeah, I think we can see what's happening with the, the kids individually, you know. Mm. But I, one of the things I loved about the episode last week was it was the first time we had almost verbal confirmation yeah. that Logan created these monsters and it was mm. his lack of love and his treatment of them that's made them the way they are and I'm not just talking about the kids it's everyone he came into contact with mm. including the wives and girlfriends and all that stuff you know so um anyway that's that's that but I did see literally three two words it was like scintillating and devastating were the two words Used oh, in a review so it could be anything but uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it but if you didn't watch the last season I hope that didn't spoil it for you. <laughs> but definitely worth watching. I don't think it will. It's a, it was a funny it season because I found myself kind of getting interested and lacking interest in it as well um, mm. compared to other seasons. But I think that the last two episodes were very good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how I, 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 I thought it took off in episode three. Before that, I was a bit like, eh, same old ding dong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's going to be fucking amazing. I'm honestly, I've actually bought popcorn for tonight. To watch. What is that? <laughs> Very good. Because I'm the energy levels are. Oh like my god, I have popcorn so. too, and I ordered some Ben and Jerry's in my Tesco delivery, <laughs> so I might have like popcorn and ice cream. Woo! <laughs> Living for food these days. Um, so, what time yeah. are you going to watch it? We watch together. What time are you going to watch it? Mm, probably early enough, although it's so hot outside. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. we'll sit down probably like half seven. Try and get on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, wait for us. We watch together okay, half eight. Okay, okay. <laughs> half eight. When so the kids we'll are asleep, happy. Yeah. Um, cool. We have a watch lot. Good TV. Um, yes, good TV. Although, like, obviously, there's still the stuff I was saying a couple of weeks ago with the writer strikes and stuff like that. So, like, who knows what's going to happen later this year with Telly? But for the mm. moment, a lot of stuff is winding down as we are with mm-hmm. this podcast for a few weeks because of mm-hmm. going into the summer. So. So, um, yeah, so if you were like me, just binge some old reality TV or, you know, find an old series yeah. or something to throw on. You'd be but- surprised. There's so much old stuff out there. Like, you know, um, on my TV podcast we do every week at work, we have a section called Back to the Future. And honestly, yeah. even if you just go through the show notes and look back at some of the stuff that we've covered, um, I definitely recommend Years years and Years, which is on Netflix. Really good series from, from ages ago. Um but I mean, things like you can't go around with like Sopranos, Band of Brothers. Yeah, the, exactly. Uh, the a lot Wire, of the stuff we've talked about already. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff on Disney now as well. Like all of the Walking mm-hmm. Deads are on there. Like I said, I was watching Grey's Anatomy. Like Peak Practice is on there, you know, pri- or was it Private Practice? Yeah, it's quite good as well. Peak Practice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there's all that kind of old stuff. So I'm still enjoying Yellow summer. Jackets as well. Nearly finished the first series. I, I started. Oh, you haven't started the second season. Yeah, we've only just started the second season, but yeah, that's I, nearly finished yeah. actually. 
Mm. Um, but there's loads, there's loads of stuff. There's a, I watched Poker Face, which is um, oh, I Natasha, saw a trailer. Yeah, what's her name from Orange is New Black? It's all right. Like I definitely feel like I'll watch another one, but I think like it's a little bit hammy. You know, it's a little bit. She's mm. kind of plays the same character and everything. You know, a kind mm. of a misfit. You yeah. know, or whatever. But um, she's got like this intuition about how to read people, so she can read. Yeah. She can tell if you're lying or not. Basically, she doesn't uh. know how she knows, but she can knows, and she's always correct in her um, mm. assessment or whatever. So basically, first episode, friend of hers gets murdered, and she sort of susses it all out mm. through this power, as it were. And I think she's kind of gone on the run now, so we'll see. She's probably going to have run into various different challenges along the way or mm. whatever. So there you go. Um, so that was the telly, and uh, there is something. Downtown Abbey's coming back. That's also news. Oh, yeah, but is that? Because I thought it was just kind of a rumor that they had, where it was like there's been talk of it. But like uh, it would make sense if they came back. A lot of those characters, actors and stuff, haven't got on to much else, so I wouldn't be surprised if they. And the other thing is, uh, Sex and the City will be back soon as well. Yes, in the the end of June, I think, isn't it? Twenty something in June. So yeah. So there you go. That'll be uh, that'll take us up to when we come back, whenever that might be. (laughs) Okay, number three. Three. So again. This I had prepared for Friday, so it's a little bit out of date now. But um, obviously, Tina Turner passed away last week, so mm. I wanted to pay homage to her. Mm. She had a stroke, bless her, um, and she had cancer and she had kidney failure. So she was. Oh, jeez, I didn't know she was very sick like that. Yeah. So um, she rose to fame alongside her husband Ike in the sixties with songs including "Proud Mary" and "River Deep Mountain High." They actually played. Um, Proud Mary at uh, Harry Styles the last time before he came on stage. It was very good. The whole crowd went nuts. Um, she divorced the abusive Ike in 1978 and went on to find even greater success as a solo artist in the 80s. Dubbed the queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner was famed for her raunchy and energetic stage performances and husky, powerful vocals. Turner won eight Grammy Awards and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2021 as a solo artist, having first been inducted alongside Ike in 91. Upon her solo induction, the Hall of Fame noted how she had expanded the once limited idea of how a black woman could conquer a stage and be both a powerhouse and a multidimensional being. Born in Tennessee into a sharecropping family, she first found prominence as one of the backing singers for her husband's band, The Kings of Rhythm. She soon went to on to front the band and the couple tasted commercial sex with food and love success with food and love and it's going to success it's a commercial sex I was like oh what's that <laughs> must have sex on the brain after the weekend um, <laughs> um, oh, <sir>. <laughs> and it's going to work out for sure which made the US charts in the early 60s the other hits included 1973's Nupper City Limits which is a banger to be fair um, about the small town where Tina was born but Ike's physical and emotional abuse was taking its toll it was he who changed her name from her birth name Anna Mae Bullock <laughs> which I never knew to Tina Turner a decision he that took without her knowledge one example of his controlling behaviour she recalled the trauma she suffered throughout her relationship in the 2018 memoir My Love Story in which she compared sex with the late musician to a kind of rape I'm thinking I must have seen that word further down the page a while ago <laughs> oh lord he, she said he used my nose as a punching bag so many times that I could taste blood running down my throat when I sang she wrote after escaping her abuser she went on to rebuild her career and became one of the biggest pop and rock stars in the 80s and 90s with hits including Let's Stay Together, Steamy Windows, Private Dancer, James Bond theme, Goldeneye and I Don't Wanna Fight and it takes two, a duet with, a duet with Rod Stewart. Um, she married again and she's she had some horrible tragedy actually. She lost her eldest son Craig to suicide in 2018 
Um, and another son whose father was Ike Turner died in 2022. She had two adopted sons like Ike Jr. and Michael um, from a previous relationship, from Ike's, from her previous relationship with Ike. Um, there you go. I've got loads of quotes from people who were talking about her. But anyway, I just wanted to give you a feel for um, for what people um, thought of her, including actress Viola Davis, who said... Um, who praised Turner as our first symbol of excellence and unbridled ownership of sexuality. So there you go. Um, Powerful woman, wasn't she? In Mm. the first, one of our first podcasts, we talked about Tina, the documentary. And if Mm. you haven't seen it, you should definitely go back and watch it because it is an amazing documentary all about her and her life. And she had a mad life altogether. And like Mm. the way that she kind of was basically nothing after the whole like Ike and her relationship broke she up. She literally and as then, far as I know she like snuck out of a hotel room yeah, with no money yeah, or anything nothing. to get away yeah. from him. But then like a lot because she was a bit older she was in her like 40s that a lot of like um, record labels and stuff wouldn't touch her because they thought she was too old. So then I think she started working with someone in the UK, wasn't it? And she like began began to get really famous again in Europe. And so she really took off in Europe before she kind of did again in the US. And she's like massive in Europe compared to the US for years. And then Mm. all of a sudden it kind of caught up and stuff. But it's a brilliant, brilliant documentary. So definitely check it out. Tina, if you haven't seen it, it's on. I should have a quick look there, but it used to be on the Sky Player. It might still be on it. Um, it's brilliant. I was highly so she, it. yeah, I was reading about it, and, and they said that like when she divorced Ike, she didn't ask him for the rights to the songs. She yes, didn't ask him for yeah. money. She didn't ask him for the property. Nothing. All she asked for was it to retain her name. That was it. Yes. Yeah. I remember. Unbelievable. Some Unbelievable woman. woman. But the, let me just have a quick look there. Yeah, it's still. Uh, it's actually on Now TV. Um, oh. so you can watch it, you can stream it on Now TV for free if you have Now TV, and you can also rent it on the Sky Store or Apple TV. You can rent cool. it. So there oh, you good, go. Good. All right. Thank you. Number four. Four. So number four this week. So like I've been not doing much on the internet besides avoiding birth stories and things like this. But <laughs> besides googling how to bring on labour, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and doing everything mm. I possibly can do. So I just had a couple of nice little follows this week, and uh, you know, again, my pure innocent stuff that like just makes me happy and is nothing complicated. But there was two of them. The first one was um, animals being bros <laughs> on Twitter. Animals being bros. Um, yeah. It's just like really cute videos of animals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the tagline for it is like, if you want to get a pet, this is the account to show your parents. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hilarious. Um, it's just like cute videos of all different types of animals. And it's also on Instagram. So there you go. I'm not, I'm not um, disqualifying Instagram. So it's the same on Instagram and it's just like nice little videos of dogs and dogs and chickens and penguins doing funny stuff and all this sort of stuff but um, it's very very simple and straightforward but another kind of more cultural one for you is um, the cultural tutor and it's also on Twitter and it's at cultural tutor and on it like the most recent thing he was talking about was all to do with like planning of cities um, oh, yeah. And how, like, certain cities are, like, planned certain ways and all that stuff and why, like, planning is done and what it means and super interesting stuff. So it's just a lot of things like that where it's all about, like, buildings or towns or, like, there's a, a thread there of all these amazing 
metro stations all over the world, like some of the mm-hmm. like coolest metro stations. And like some of them, you should see the pictures are just out of this world, the way uh-huh. they've been like architecturally designed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So if that's stuff that's up your street, um, less so mm-hmm. maybe animals, um, <laughs> then yeah. definitely have a look. It's just all like a lot of it is architectural stuff, but I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and the metro thing is class. Like some of the ones in Moscow are absolutely mind blowing. Some of the really? metro stations, and I never knew like the like the decor and like grandeur of them is absolutely wild. But really, yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. So again, it's just like different trades, and obviously people then start adding their own like pictures and stuff they've seen. So I like all that. So there oh, you go. Nice. There's two little ones for you this week to, to follow. Yeah, there's something funny about um fancy train stations or metro stations or whatever because I think it's that sort yeah. of juxtaposition of like people ra- running and racing and using public transport but they're in this amazing ornate place like you know what I mean it's um yeah it's, it's funny mad. it's like um, um but like just especially with some of these countries that like some of these stations are in it's absolutely mad like the effort yeah. that went into these stations so um but like I said like uh, it's a lot of it is architectural stuff. Like the, t- the city planning thing is very interesting too, where it talks about like how different cities were planned and blah, blah, blah. And how like nowadays, like that's not, you know, it's, it's kind of getting a, bit, getting a bit negative about kind of modern day planning and stuff like that. Mm. But it's, um, yeah, that, like that's just the most recent content. I haven't gone back that far, but it was just mm. stuff that I thought was really interesting. So, cool. Okay, are, so at animals being pearls and at <laughs> cultural tutor. There you go. Two very different extremes. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Okay, number five. Five. So the last item this week again is slightly out of date, but people might have heard it. But it's just to say that sadly, alas, alack, and my heart is slightly broken that Abba's. Bjorn Olvez and Benny Anderson have ruled out a reunion at the 2024 Eurovision Song Contest in their native Sweden. Next year will be the 50th anniversary of the band winning the competition with their song Waterloo. Speaking to the BBC, the pair dismissed the idea that they might compose the host's nation's entry too. Since ABBA won in 1974, Sweden has gone on to win Eurovision six more times, including this year in Liverpool, which brings them in line with Ireland's tally of seven mm-hmm. wins. God damn it. Uh, Bjorn and Benny, who swore never to tour again, reportedly turned on an offer of one billion to play 100 shows at the turn of the millennium, say they do not want to get back together with Agneta and Anifrid. Uh, even for one night. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't want to, says Anderson. And if I don't want to, the others won't. It's the same for all four of us. Someone says no, it's a no. We can celebrate 50 years of ABBA without us being on stage. They'll just get the avatars, won't they? And over to do the yeah, job. Yeah, like. yeah. They'll do something, all right. But like that, I kind of, I don't, I think it'd be, it's like seeing Oasis again. I don't think, I think we'll be waiting a while for it. But um, yeah, I don't. Well, think I think I'm, Oasis will definitely happen in the next think, yeah. two years. Yeah, yeah. I'm fully stress. sure. Oh, the stress. I know the stress (laughs) about getting tickets. I'm stressing about it already. It's not happening. (laughs) Um, But absolutely. So there you go, lads. That's five things you need to know. Um, I kind of feel like I wish we were live at times like this where you could take questions. No, all is uh, sure. Yeah, sure. It's summer holidays, I suppose. So we'll see um, how things are going. Like if I can get the baby to be quiet for an hour, then we can do the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how issues. she goes. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it, I suppose, isn't it? I don't know what to say. It's a little bit sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? Um, I'm. Uh, oh yeah, there was one other thing I did want to talk about. Um. 
I had two massive, massive projects on this year. One of them was the London Marathon, which oh, you yes, all know, have yeah. heard about way too much about and is done and dusted. And by the way, I was signed up to the Edinburgh Half Marathon the weekend. I never did it because I was just too fucking tired. Oh, yeah, so, I forgot. I thought that, yeah, I didn't know yeah. when that was going up. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is um, I've been working on my very first documentary, radio documentary, and that is going to be going out in news talk over the summer mm, and yay. i am yeah absolutely over the bleeding moon that it's nearly done and it's a very important moment for me so keep an eye out on social media folks will be um drawing your attention to when that's going to uh, go out i'd really appreciate if you'd all give it a listen and a share or with your friends and family etc it's about the Crisis the haemophilia community community encountered in the 80s when they became, many of their members became infected by blood products that were coming in from the US and got HIV as a result and many of them got AIDS and died. Mm. So um, it is a sad, terrible story, but there's also lots to be learned from it and there's lots of light within the story too. So please, please check that out. And uh, I just literally sent... A draft of it to Nicola to be my <laughs> one of my very first uh, critics, reviewers, yes, do a little uh, analysis and critique of it. So, yes, trust you with that one, Nicola. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm well done, Kel. It's a hard topic to take on. So I'm really looking forward to it. And even getting the funding in the first place from News Talk was a big deal. So well done. Very yeah, proud of you. Yeah. Well, Newstock were just like, yeah, we'll play it. You make it, we'll play it. It was the BAI that gave me the funding. And they're like, yeah, you can have the funding, but yeah, we need your uh, next born child, a pint yes, of blood yeah. and um, <laughs> one of your eyes. There you go. You can have the money. Um, so that was oh, great. I've been crack. looking forward to hearing it. And yes, absolutely. You'll have to give us a heads up when it's coming out. Normally, yeah, when so you talk to their documentaries, it's normally like in a It's normally like time. Saturday night and Sunday mornings. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think. But, um, or Saturday morning and Sunday nights, maybe. It's one or the other. But I should really know that. But, um, yeah, they're kind of antisocial times, like nine in the morning or. It's okay. It'll be on the app, probably. Yeah, it'll be on the, it'll be on the website as well. Mm. On the website, exactly. But, um, what I was getting around to saying was once the documentary's out of the way and once now the marathon is out of the way I feel like I'm getting my life back a little bit oh, and now I won't have the podcast and I'll be like oh my god what am I going to do with all my time <laughs> um, I'm going to get a dog getting her life back and I'm losing mine oh how nice <laughs> so uh, yeah so no I'll be good I'll be able to maybe come and give you a hand at least I'll have a little oh. not as much bloody pressure on me so um, I'm just so that's good, so. wishing for the day of sitting in the garden in the sunshine drinking like a frozen margarita with my lovely sister and, yeah, uh, I'm nice. looking forward to that as well. <laughs> yeah. And who knows, Nicola, maybe in like, what's it still now? Six and a half. Maybe in six and a half years time, you'll be about to give birth to a documentary and <laughs> yes, you'll be happy about knows. that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or some other uh, passion project or whatever, you know. Um, so anyway, yeah, look, I'm sure I echo all the listeners by saying... May the road rise with you. Maybe the baby come out quickly and beautifully <laughs> and in a perfect bundle of one piece and that you remain as intact as possible throughout the whole thing. And we'll be thinking about you and sending you all the good jujus and all the good vibes. And we'll be looking forward to having you back on the podcast in, at some stage in the summer. Yes. At yes. some point. <laughs> thanks, cool. thanks, Kale. Thanks, everybody. Okay. We love you. Bear down. Breathe. Breathe. Take all the medicine. Take all the painkiller. Do it. Don't listen to them fucking hippies. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.